and welcome to the Ladies Best Life podcast. I hope you're feeling sensational today. We are so close to January wrapping up and I know some of you are like, no, I'm actually really enjoying January. Please don't take it away from me. And others are like, oh my God, get January done. Give me payday and let's get some longer days and some happier vibes. So wherever you are, sending you lots and lots of love across the globe. So today I wanted to start by giving you an update on what's going on with me. I know you guys absolutely love kind of like following my life and my journey and understanding a little bit more about me and the wisdom and stuff that I can bring from what's going on, from the lessons and also from the wins. So not so long ago, I actually sold a load of my stuff, put the rest of the stuff in storage and I've come out to Spain for a few weeks and I am just allowing myself to take stock and kind of like go wherever life takes me. That that might sound really kind of like hippie and woo for some of you. And for me, it feels weird because I'm so used to having my base for everything being set from having complete control and from knowing where I'm gonna be from moment to moment. Like I plan like an absolute demon. So yeah, it has felt a bit weird, but also quite freeing at the same time. So what's coming up for me? Well, when we get back to the UK, we've got an event in Manchester and we've decided to go and just check out Manchester for a bit. We're going to live on the outside so that it's easy for us to kind of like live with Rodney and he can kind of um, have great walks and stuff like that. And we can have easy access into a city. What we found after living in Bali was we really enjoyed how kind of like future paced everything was there. The gyms were absolutely phenomenal. The recovery centres, so there was a place called... I've actually forgotten the name now, Nirvana, called Nirvana. And that's where we went for our ice bath, sauna, steam room. You could lounge by the pool, all of that sort of stuff. And we've kind of missed that with being in Shrewsbury. Like Shrewsbury brings me so many good things and I love it there and all of that sort of stuff. But actually I've just had this itch and I haven't got children yet. You know, where I send Rodney, where he goes when I am away is like a home from home. They absolutely love him. It's not a kennels. He literally lives with another dog and stays inside the house. So it's one of my friends who looks after him. So I've kind of got the opportunity to see where I want to be. And with not feeling 100% content in Shrewsbury, I've decided to just go and spread my wings for a bit. I'm the type of person who does allow myself to backpedal. And I may end up doing that. So I may do a year of traveling here, there and everywhere and then be like, actually, I really miss Shrewsbury and I want to go back there. And that's OK. I have no pride and shame at the same time to be like, oh, I changed my mind. I'm OK with that. So what's next from Spain? Going to Manchester, going to stay there for about four weeks. And then we're actually hosting our first ever international tribe event. This is open to public as well as coaching club members. Um, it's in France at a place called Blonde. And the venue is, I always say it wrong, so forgive me, Le Grand Ecarat or Echare or something. I'm not too sure. E-C-H-A-R-T, I think it is. Um, that's where we're doing the event. And it's going to be incredible. We've already got 20 people who are committing to flying to France and spending the weekend with us. And I'll let you into a little secret. We originally planned an event at the end of last year in Marbella and no one was really that keen. You know, we had a couple of people and I kind of knew the way that I planned the event wasn't right in terms of like, I loosely said, does anyone want to come? And then I kind of hosted it, but then it didn't really come to fruition. So I changed the way, I basically failed, right? 
And there's a lesson in that. So then I went back to the drawing board and I was like, right, how can I make this work? And it was, I needed to have a commitment. I needed to be like, this is where I'm gonna be. This is what we've got happening. This is how it's gonna go. Do you wanna come and join me? And we launched it at our November retreat, our November tribe, sorry, so the one in Shrewsbury. And within two hours, we'd almost sold out. So what we've now done is we've hired some uh, B&Bs from further down the road and we're actually using those venues as well so we can have more people there. So if you do want to know more about that, let me know because I can send you to the page of all of the information. Um, but yeah, so from, that's like 9th and 10th of March. So from then we've got a week in France and then we currently don't know where we're going to go. We might come back to Manchester. We might um, actually go check out places like Dubai. Um, but that's where I'm at in my life. And I, some, like... Recently, I've been thinking about what other people must be thinking and isn't it mad? Like, I will never fucking know what anyone else is thinking, but I've been thinking some people will be going, good for you, fair play, you haven't got children yet, you're really exercising your highest value of freedom, like fucking go for it, girl, and I've received messages like that. Other people, like I had when I was in Bali, will be like, who do you think you are? Your lifestyle isn't attainable, fuck you. And we all know when people pass those comments, it's actually the pain inside them. There could be some resentment, there could be some jealousy, there could be some lack of understanding, and that's okay. I actually want to give those people such a big cuddle because to project such beliefs, which I've received before, always says a lot about the person. And that's why I think if ever you guys are receiving shit from someone, you have to remember what person, how that person must be feeling to project that. So just remember that. But the other side of it could be people looking at me going, what the fuck is she doing? Like, where does she want to be? And like, I have these beliefs sometimes and what is probably happening right now is I'm verbalizing some of the beliefs that I have in my, in my head about myself. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not stable, you haven't got a base, you haven't got this. But actually, I don't need to be. Just because it's the norm that people get a house, get into a relationship, um, get married, have kids, retire, die. Just because that's the norm doesn't mean that that's what I need to do. And currently, I've, I've got the best setup. I created the coaching club so that it doesn't matter where you are, I can help you. Because what I found so limiting about personal training was I could only see you at Bannertines and you could only fit into my diary when I had slots and peak times were never available. But now you've got 24 seven support. You will have like wherever I am, am in the world or you are in the world, it doesn't matter. And yeah, like, like it just doesn't matter. Time, geographical, whatever, no problem. So I'm excited for what's coming up. There are fears, obviously, and I, I would like to have some element of a base because one of the hardest things that I find about this is, one, time zones, but two, like you just find somewhere that you really enjoy, like a gym or something. You just get stuck into your new gym program and you just find like your favorite coffee shop and then you're up, up kind of like upheaval again and go somewhere else. So we are looking for somewhere that we can call home. That is what we're doing, but we currently haven't really found somewhere that we both feel inspired to stay. So that's a little update on me. Now, three points that I wanna share with you and expand on today. The first one is the link between both motivation and energy. If you're spending this year saying to yourself, fucking hell, I wish I could feel more motivated, because motivation is elusive and it's not something that you can directly impact, what you need to start doing is look at energy. Energy and motivation are sisters, right? They literally live in each other's pockets. We can directly impact energy levels from good quality nutrition, from prioritizing sleep, both quality and duration, from 
allowing for um, fresh air every day, daylight, also movement, doesn't need to be brutal, just a little bit of movement every single day. Simple. Those four things can change the game with energy. Also looking at things like boundaries, so you're not giving so much of yourself to other people. So rather than this year you going like, oh, I've lost my motivation, I don't know where it's gone, I just feel so crap, I just want my motivation, flip the perspective and go, energy. How can I increase my energy? Take your current food and add in an extra portion of vegetables. Look at your current sleep time, add an extra hour, like go to bed an extra hour earlier. Currently only getting fresh air every other day, get a 10 minute walk in every single day. Super simple steps to build your energy. What you'll find is after about four to six weeks, that might seem like a long time, but on the grand scheme of things, it's really not. After about four to six weeks, that energy is gonna be rising. You're gonna feel better. So say, for example, your energy is currently a three out of 10 on average. You're gonna be at a six out of 10 on average. When you're at a six out of 10 on average, the motivation is gonna be there. I will eat my hat if as your energy develops, your motivation doesn't develop. I will eat my hat if that doesn't happen together. They should come together. Literally, like I said, two peas in a pod, motivation and energy. So that's the first point I wanted to highlight. And the reason I wanted to bring that to you today is because so many people are like, oh, I've lost my motivation, just, just can't do it. So it's like, they just sit around waiting for their mojo motivation to happen rather than being proactive and taking responsibility themselves and going, right, how can I make my motivation go up? I can't directly impact it because it's this crazy thing that we all feel differently, but energy is pretty much widespread. And how you do it is simple. It's simple, it's have that consistency of good quality nutrition, of your sleep and of your daylight and of your movement. Try and stay away from things like caffeine, alcohol and way too much sugar. Simple. The next point, fear will always be present. And the reason why I wanted to bring this to you today is because a lot of time fear holds people back and it could be fear of failure, it could be fear of success, it could be fear of the opinion of others, it could be fear of looking stupid. There are so many different fears that we have and people almost sit back and wait until fear goes in order to act. But look at me with my new life and, and this phase of my life. Fucking scared shitless. Like when I was selling my stuff, when I was, you know, sent the email to say I was gonna be ending the tenancy at my house and all this sort of stuff, terrified. But a motto we use, and you will have heard it before, feel the fear and do it anyway. Because fear is not gonna not be there. Fear is always gonna be there. And that could be really disheartening for some of you, it could be really sad for some of you, but it's truth. And actually when we act with fear, we build resilience. We build the ability to go and act regardless. We know that fear is gonna accompany us and that's okay. Because it's actually your relationship with fear that's a problem, not your relationship with getting after it or doing the thing. So what is it? Like, just take a second, maybe pause this podcast and go, what is it? So for example, weight loss, because that's the main thing. Like people join coaching club to lose weight and it's fast results that last. That's what they want. Weight loss. I know what I need to do. And this is going to lead on to point number three. What is holding me back? And usually it's fear of failure. And usually it's because you've tried so many fucking diets before. You lost weight, but you gained it all. So you say it worked, but you can't do it now. So in my eyes, that's actually a failure, not on your part, on the diet's part. 
So you're scared of that, having the kind of joy that comes with achieving your goal or get moving in the right direction towards it. But then you have the disappointment of losing it again. So of failing, of um, the results not lasting. So it's like, fuck, do I want to go through that battle again? You know, and obviously dieting is hard, right? So you want to go through the battle of, you know, pushing yourself through dieting and then getting getting to your result, but then not being able to keep it. So it's like you go through all that fucking pain of going on a diet. Then you have the elation of achieving your result, but then you have the disappointment of losing it all. People don't want to keep repeating that failure cycle again. So I understand that there might be fear of failure, but insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different result. So if you've tried diets over and over again and you keep losing weight, but then stopping and then uh, gaining all the weight again, like stop doing the same cycle. Because how can things be different? So yes, you're gonna be fearful of trying something new, but if other people are getting long-term results, so if you look at Coaching Club and you're like, Vicky lost five stone in seven months and she's managed to keep it off. Sam Jones, she lost, I can't remember off the top of my head, but say make two stones, she's managed to keep it off over long-term. Leanne, Laura, all managed to lose weight and keep it off. So why don't you open your eyes to a different path of something that is getting people the results that you wanna get. And yes, you're gonna feel fearful. You're gonna fear that you're gonna fail. But doing the same things, i.e. dieting, is not gonna move you any further forwards. And the final point is, when all the information is online, at what point do you need a mentor? And this is a question I got asked not so long ago. And I thought it would be really good to bring to you guys and chat to you about it. Everything that you need to achieve your weight loss result, and I'm sticking to weight loss because it is mostly what people come to this for, is online. We have AI now, guys. You can literally go into ChatGBT and type in, what do I need to do to lose weight? And it'll give you all the information. You already know what you need to do. So at what point do you need a mentor or a coach? And that is the point. So when you know what you need to do, but you can't implement it and you can't stick to it long term, it's not just education that you need, it's behavior change. Behavior change is fucking hard to do on your own. This is why I have a mental performance coach, a health coach and a business coach. Because change is hard to stay accountable, to keep getting after it, to be productive. It is hard. It's so much easier just to sit and scroll. So much easier. But that's not gonna get us the life that we want, right? So the point where you need to go and like kind of ask yourself the question is, right, do I know what I need to do? Yes. Eat less, move more. Um, quality food, get some exercise in, prioritize my boundaries, da 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 da, you know what you need to do. But if you're not implementing it, if you can't stick to it, that is when you need someone to step in, to ask you powerful questions, to guide you along the way, to support you, to hold you accountable, to ensure that the behavior change happens. Simple, really. Because so many women that I speak to are like, fuck's sake, like I run a successful business, I, I've got two children that are alive, I've got a ha healthy, happy relationship, why can't I lose weight? because you're spinning so many other plates and because you don't know exactly what needs to happen in order to change your behavior long-term. 
Why is hiring an expert for yourself such a bad thing? There's so much shame in it. People think they should have their shit together. Says who? No one has their shit together. People you will see online are sharing their highlight reel with you first and foremost, but secondly, they don't have their shit together. No one does. I speak to some ridiculously successful businesswomen, week in, week out. Some are clients, some are like guest speakers and stuff like that, who are all with a bit of strategy winging it, but they certainly don't have their shit all together. So remember that. So just to finish the three points that we went through, there is a direct link between motivation and energy. Focus on your energy and your motivation will come. Secondly, fear will be present no matter what you do, so make sure you act with fear. Finally, when all the information is online, you need to make sure that you are asking yourself the question of, at what point do I need a mentor? Because if I'm not implementing the stuff that I'm reading, the stuff that I'm learning, that is usually the point that I am needing to look at behavior change rather than just adding in the information because you've got all the information you need it's implementation that's probably missing. I hope that has helped you today. I hope you found it inspirational and educational and inspirational. Have an incredible rest of your day and I will speak to you very soon.